Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Chicken fried football coming to you in your ears today. How's it going, everyone? Hopefully you're enjoying your week and you're excited for the weekend because we've had a great Uh, week. Here in Oklahoma, it has been raining. Well, yeah. Every day. Yeah. Pretty. Every day this it has been raining. Pretty rainy, and uh, maybe we'll get some May uh, flowers from these April showers. I'm just hoping for some May, like, grass to grow. Oh, yeah. So, you need that grass. Yep. Trying to get some grass, trying to fill things in in the backyard. A little, little spotty. Um, so, yeah, we got some, some new stuff coming through the area there nice which is good but this week we are going to uh, turn our attention to germany and one of the most exciting title races in uh, the big five leagues yes we know arsenal city is going on in the Premier League, but Arsenal is only two points up and City has two games in hand because the Premier League just kind of plays games when they play games. And um, that's not really how it is in, in Germany. So everyone has five games to go in Germany and... It's a tight table. Tight, tight table. And we're looking at uh, <clears throat> Dortmund's in first by one point over Bayern Munich, who has a su- very superior goal difference. So that's going to come into play if we drop more points. So we are excited but for that. But also, we got... Union Berlin, 55 points. Freiburg, 53 points. That rounds out the top four. Leipzig at 51. And Bayer Leverkusen, 47. And then Mainz has 45. Um, and then I guess we've got to go down all the way to ninth with uh, Werder Bremen, 43, and Frankfurt. At 42. That rounds out the top half of the table. There work to be done for 7, 8, 9. But, I mean, really, sixth place for Leverkusen right now in Xabi Alonso's first year. Yeah, going from, what, 17th to 6th, right? Whenever he took over? Uh, yeah, they were they were not good. Very, very um, far down the table. So, great for him. I mean, we all kind of knew he was going to be a good manager. That kind of... He just played like he was going to be a good manager. He was smart. He was never going to blow you away with athletic ability, but he was just smarter than you. Oh, that's yeah. why I think... Guys like Chiellini, I think Chiellini is going to transition into the manager role very, very well. 
Um, and and guys like that, that Pirlo and Pirlo's doing it. Um, and I think it's Turkey or something like that. But yeah, you know, it's it's kind of you kind of can see the players who are going to be good managers, and they've either played at a really high level or their brain is just so intelligent and as they got older and lost the step and speed they just played more positioning and stuff like that and so um good for them but i guess let's just kind of focus on that top four 60 59 55 and 53 yeah i mean leipzig's right there though at 51 I mean, they they're yeah, Leipzig's right there. Going, they could easily sneak in, but I mean, they lost what last weekend to who they lose to. They shouldn't have lost, but they they did. got beat by Leverkusen. Yeah. So, well, actually, a, a yeah a good opponent. Yeah, a good opponent, but I mean, so, wow. You know, but you know, it's kind of. The weird one, I feel like, in this top four is Freiburg. Oh, 100%. Yeah. that I mean, their goal difference is only eight. They've only scored 45 goals, but, I mean, Union Berlin's only scored 44. Um, yeah, Freiburg's like Freiburg, very different. We don't see... We don't usually see them there. No. You know what I mean? Historically, this club finishes mid-table. They're yeah, they're kind of an eight nine, and yeah, they were in the um, Europa League uh, this past year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I really think it's due to didn't they finish like didn't they get a weird like Europa League spot because Frankfurt won Europa League and got to go to Champions League? They were kind of like a outside bid and then they got in because they were um because of kind of the situation with with frankfurt there and the auto qualifier i think you're right yeah because yeah yeah that's that's exactly right and so they're kind of usually like i don't know anywhere from probably like 11 to eight or nine well probably 11 to seven but yeah, Freiburg been playing really good, and they have some guys who are scoring and and making it happen for them, which is nice to see. Kind of not RBL, not Dortmund, not Bayern. Um, kind of the three that have been there for a while, and then I mean Union just continuing on with kind of their extraordinary path. I mean, they've only been up in top flight football for th- four years now. Yep. So mm-hmm. pretty amazing to to see that. Um, their fan support is honestly it unbelievable. Um, so really cool to see that. But yeah, we want to go, I guess, to uh, those top two. Bayern Munich drops a massive three points. Massive. That bogey team in Mainz. Um, Mainz, they were down 1-0 at the half and scored three in 14 minutes. Uh, yeah. 
put Bayern Munich and, to the sword. Thank you. It really was Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, Mainz. We we are absolutely grateful. Forever grateful. Um but yeah, Bayern drops points and I think honestly we were probably shocked. Oh, 100%. I know I was. Yeah, I mean it I mean Mainz has been that team for um Bayern Munich in the past like few years. It's the team right. that they, they have trouble with. You know, they can't get past. But, yeah, right. definitely surprised. I mean, Thomas Tuchel, I don't know what's going on, man. Like, he has been. Uh, it's bad. He's average. He hasn't won a. I mean, what? He hasn't won since Dortmund? He won the, he no, no, won no. the Dortmund game. No, they beat Freiburg. He won they beat Freiburg, Freiburg they in the lost. cup, right? Yeah, they beat Freiburg in the cup and they lost they got beat by Freiburg in the cup, sorry. And they lo- and they beat them in the league. That's in right. In the league. Yep. And yep. then they lost big at Man City, tied Hoffenheim, tied City, lost against Mainz. And then lost to City. And I mean with with five five to go. It's looking Let's really see. nice. Bayern Munich has Hertha, who is currently last. They have Bremen, who is twelfth. Uh, they have Schalke, who's seventeenth. Who? Bad, bad. Uh, RB Leipzig. Ooh, that'll be a good one. Um, that's second to last game of the season. And then Cologne, last game of the year. Cologne's 11th. Cologne's 11th. So they have some mid-table, some bottom table, and a top six opponent. Um, yeah, I'd love to see him drop go, drop just some more points, get a you know, couple more draws man, at if least. We can get, if somebody That'd can get great. a tie... If somebody can pick up a win, that'd be amazing. RBL normally has their, you know, their number at least in giving them a game, right? But so. yeah, we're gonna need to, as Dortmund fans, we're gonna need to play great every single week. Every single and, week, and yeah, and we we win and the title. That starts that starts with uh, Bochum. Good old this Bochum week at fifteenth. Uh, that is actually going to be today. If you're listening on Friday when Correct. this podcast comes out. Um, and then we go, we have Wolfsburg and their top <coughs> 10. That's at home. Uh, Gladbach at home. Augsburg on the road. And we finish with Mainz on the last day of the season. Gladbach is 10th. Augsburg is 13th. Mainz is 7th. So we got kind of mid-table, 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 vying for Europe. Um, so yep. I I think that this one's coming down to the last week of the season. Oh, 100% it will. Yeah. Unless somebody stumbles. Uh-huh. I think it's coming down to the last week of the season. Um, and... Man, what an exciting time to be kind of a German football fan. Oh, yeah. 100%. It is an amazing time. Yeah. We are getting 
all of the the things that we deserve right now. Like an actual title race. Top four. Yeah, one that's not race. one that's not done with eight to go. One that's yep. not like whatever. Um Yeah, it's it's a really good yeah. kind of time just to to be invested in German football and and uh you know, it gets me excited to go run the Berlin Marathon. Um I am deferred for this year in twenty twenty three. Um so I'll be running it in twenty four. Um because I got an automatic entry when I deferred for this year because well we're having a baby and yes uh, it is uh well it's a she it's a and girl she's gonna be born um she's gonna be born right around labor day so kind of didn't really want to go out of the country the first month of her her life there yeah but probably a good idea um so yeah for 24 um we're going to berlin and uh you know, it's going to be a really cool experience um, just to go over there and run that and, and stuff like that. And we're going to try to see a game and, and stuff like that. But this is probably the best title race that the Bundesliga has had in, what, I mean, at least three or four years. Yeah, it's been since, like, what, 1920, 1819 possibly? 1920 I think Bayern clinched with like two to go two to go that's not bad but something like that there was so, that one yeah I think this one's gonna come down to the end at one point Thomas Tuchel was our coach and we finished like two points behind Bayern Munich and that's the closest yeah. title race that we've had in a long time um right yeah so I don't know it's it's gonna be good it's just exciting just exciting to you know see a real title race when i mean if you've if you've followed german football for a while like bayern's just won for a long time i mean they've won 10 straight 10 straight years yep and it's not like they just suck you know they're they don't suck they always have the best players they always bring in the best of everything and so you know it's nice to see us go well we can compete and we can we can be there at the end of the season um, yes yes it is especially with the players I mean, we that we have right now like they're performing yeah. consistently and they're doing it really well well, they, they, I mean, that's all we've asked for is just consistency and performance out of this team. And I was watching a interview um, on the Dortmund YouTube channel earlier. Um, thank you, English Subtitles, with uh, Yusufa Mukoko. And he said he's kind of back in form and... You know, they ask him, what kind of fitness level are you at? And he said, I'm at a 9 out of 10. Okay. Which I love hearing that, honestly. Um, especially 
as a potential super sub, which he's kind of played that role recently um, with kind of the form that other guys are on. So, Oh, yeah, 100%. So, I mean, if he can come on, give us a spark. I mean, he's to, he's number the, two behind Allaire right now, for sure. Um, Modest is well, definitely I mean, not two. Like, oh, for sure. Like, Absolutely. Modest is way down He also down there. plays sometimes on the wing. It's true. And he comes yeah. in and, and stuff like that. And, you know, you got... Mullen right now who's just on a tear absolutely killing his, it his last like six games I think he's got five goals and an assist yeah that's that's the stat exactly and what was the last game was it two goals and an assist or was it just two goals I believe so I believe he had two goals in the last game um, and it's just it's like fun to watch because he's let's say it out loud here. Mullen was one of the most criticized players last year on our team. Oh yeah. I mean We brought him in. He didn't do a single thing. He wasn't great. There it is. He didn't do a single thing. He wasn't great. Yep. And it's just nice. To see him finding his form. He's young. He's only like 22, 23. And he's finding his form and he's finding it at the right time when we need some goals. Yep. Need somebody to put the ball in the back of the net. Somebody to and show up so we can win. He's He's been on it. He's been on it. That's all we can ask for is a guy to find form when we need it. And, you know, that's kind of what we've been waiting for for a while from guys. Oh, yeah. Just to find it. He had two goals last game, no assists. Um... Adeyemi had two assists last game. Ah, yes. And both of them were to Mullen with that massive yes. jump. One, what, I was watching highlights earlier. It was 1.13 meters, um, which is yeah, a lot. So That's over three feet. pretty much jumps up, and his feet were at that guy's waist. Or no, were over that guy's waist. Um, so that was pretty dang cool to see uh, him get up and and do that and so yes 100 yeah i mean you got some guys that are young but they're finding their form at the right time and i think that champions do that they find their form yep. when they need it the most it's true and they find a way to win we haven't really had to prove that yet, but... They find a way to win, and they find a way to win even when they know results before them have gone their way, or they know results have been, you know, results that are ahead of them or below them 
and it's uh it's nice it's nice to see that i mean nice to see that from from our team to be honest with you yeah i agree every single year we you know kind of have this uh uplifting like moment like yeah we're gonna be great you know we're gonna be awesome and then it just kind of stumbles and we haven't had that moment quite yet i mean we've both been stumbling i guess just a little bit but we've taken the lead whenever we stumbled compared to what byron did so right and i think i think you just i mean champions at the end of the season they keep their foot on the gas and that's what as dortmund fans we've got a demand of our team oh yeah keep your foot on the gas keep going don't make any mistakes yeah and I mean yeah find the form keep going keep pushing um but yeah back to Adeyemi he uh he has said that he is powered by Fufu mmm Fufu Matt, what do you know about fufu? I know you have some experience with African culture and food. What do you know about mm-hmm. the fufu? And we like a little food on this podcast. So tell us what we're looking at. Like a lot of food. Um, okay, so in West African cuisine, um, fufu is almost used like a bread kind of, like a starch. Um where it is, um, <clears throat> fufu is a flour that's made into a like ball that you can take like pieces out of and then dip into soup. Um, I don't really know how to describe the flavor of it, but the soups. And the flavors go, like, hand in hand. Um, And it's really just delicious. I mean, I... I mean, they have fufu, they have... hmm. Describe to us what kind of the texture is Uh, and stuff like that. Yeah, so it's cassava uh, plant. I don't know if anybody knows what cassava plant is. It is a... Tell us what that is. It's almost like a potato, um, I guess, right? That's very starchy. Um, <clears throat> and then uh, basically what you do is you cut it up and you blend it, right? You blend it all together and it becomes this ball of dough. Um, so do you bake the dough? Do you cook the dough? No. Do you- not cook the dough actually done like literally it's you blend it up and you make it into a ball you don't have to do anything it's water and the and the uh flour and it comes okay so it's like raw dough kind of yeah is it safe obviously it's safe to eat but 
I mean, Ow. it doesn't have any like egg or anything in there, so it's literally flour and water. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, I've had it a few times, <clears throat> and then, um, yeah, like I said, basically you just kind of pinch off a little bit in your hand. And you dip it in your stew, whatever type of stew that you're having that day, like okra stew or ogbono stew or um, I had what a uh, like spicy fish stew once. Um, I don't know. It's just really good. Like I. Okay, I like so it a it's lot. kind I of a. It's kind of like a. Uh, I guess it's not like a main dish, but it's kind of like a no. Yeah, so so this is what it, it's like. It's not a side. It's not really a side dish, but it's kind of a kind of a parallel. Yeah. So here here's like a definition from Food. from a Nigerian uh, website here. Um, it's a pliable yet firmy dough similar to American mashed potatoes, but more texture. Um, <clears throat> it. And they have quite a few of them, actually. Uh, they have pounded yam. They have iba. They have starch, fufu. Um, yeah, it's it's a weird. It has a weird texture and it tastes so weird, like, but it's do they delicious. Put it on a spoon, or do they just dip it in there oh, and then eat it? Everything is hand. You dip it in. You take a little bit in your hand and you dip it in. Huh. Yeah, interesting. That's that's well, that's how that's Africans what, eat. They're, uh, Mr. Adeyemi. That's what Mr. Adeyemi is uh, powered by. That's what he said. So uh, obviously he's got some uh, West African in him. He does. Uh, His father is Nigerian. So his dad's Nigerian, mm-hmm. and his I believe his mother is um, uh, German. Yes, so he could have had, could have played for either country and chose Germany, I believe. Yes. Okay, so chose Germany, um, pretty much been raised in Germany, and um, so chose to play for Germany, then came over uh this past off season and he's he's really provided a lot of a lot of good energy and a lot of good ability has he only been there for this year he's literally only been there since the summer left oh yeah that is true man it just feels like such a long time ago okay yeah well it was a long time right how long left and we decided to make some signings. I mean, I think we had agreed to sign him in like. You're right. It was like January, April. something like so that. So it was, yeah, it was like early when we agreed to sign to him because Holland had agreed like earlier than like midsummer kind of thing. So, um, but yeah, in other Dortmund news, uh, Marco Royce. Captain, staying on yes. through the 
next season, so 23-24, extending his contract by another season. Um, Honestly, I I think it's the right move. Uh, Yeah, I think one year at a time uh, for sure just because of his age, but um, the man is a Dortmund legend. He's Dortmund through and through. So, yeah, as long as he keeps putting the product out on the field, I'm perfectly fine with continuing to give him a contract. Now, the other person who we're trying to give a contract to, Matt Hummels, who literally has an off game every other game, I'm not so excited about yeah, I don't know. I don't know about Matt Tummels staying around. He's been great for Dortmund. He's been good. He's I mean, good for I, a long time. Yeah, but he's definitely lost a step in his uh, career as he's gotten older, and it feels like with losing a step. Uh, I don't know. It just feels like he's the step has been detrimental to the team almost in certain mm-hmm. aspects. It's not like when um like Chiellini lost his step. I was just about to say that, positioning. yeah. Uh-huh. And he became better at just reading the game. Just about to say that guy's name. Matt's is still wanting to rely on his athleticism and doesn't have it. Yeah. Anymore. Yeah, that the amount of times he gets beat because of his positioning. Right. Right, yeah. Ugh. Um it's tough. But I am excited that Marco Royce is staying through next year. Um like I said, I think it's a great move for him to to stay. I didn't see exactly what the contract number was on there. Seven million but I euros know. a year uh, extended until okay, next year. Okay, so I think year. he took a little cut. He did. He then. was at ten million. Okay, that's great. I love that. Good job putting the team first. But he's proved that he can literally still play at this level. Oh, yeah. And it's, uh, you know, that that's a good thing for, for our club. And as kind of the leader in the locker room, you know, he's he's been there. And it's unfortunate that he's had the injuries he's had, but he's he's been there and he knows kind of what to expect. And he knows how to make guys go. And so, you know, I, I'm grateful that he's staying on for another, another term with us. I agree. And honestly, the guys, like I said, he's a living legend. He's, he's Dortmund through and through. He made one move to get playing time and then came back. Right, like early, early in his career, he went to Borussia Mönchengladbach, and then came back. He's he is it for us. This this guy, I hope he gets the time. The the all time. He's like Gerard. He's like Gerard, and for for what Gerard was for Liverpool, Gerard, just a guy who stayed, and a guy who's 
been there through it all. Unfortunately, Harry Kane had had glory. Well, Harry Kane hasn't had glory yet. Hold on, he's still not. Yeah, not yet. No glory, Uh, but but stayed at the club. um, Sure, but I mean, even Liverpool had won like a Champions League with Gerrard. Yes, that's correct. And uh, Marco, did he win that Champions League in? Uh, 2012. That was not won by Dortmund. That was won by Bayern Munich. Oh no! The uh, oh, he hasn't won. He has not won the league yet. No. No, he has not won the league, but he's won the Pokal. Exactly. Other stuff, but he came back um, the year after they won the league. Okay. Okay. But yeah, good on on kill for getting him. Getting him in there and getting it done. That's that's pretty much what I got to say about about that um, there. So, <sighs> yeah. Um, you want to maybe talk about like who you think uh, has was like the signing of the off season, unsung hero of the team. Maybe player of the season so far for Dortmund. Hmm. Yeah, that is a good. Maybe question. most improved player. Honestly, I think if I could pick somebody, I'm going to say Rafael Guerrero as player of the season. As I mean, we're talking or, about or most improved. We're, we're definitely talking about a guy who's literally on the fringes. We're talking about letting the guy leave last year, right? And now we need we to extend want to that extend contract, contract too. Let's, because he's gone let's into the midfield that contract and he's incredible. Next. Exactly. So yes, most improved for sure, Rafael Guerrero. He yeah, leads that contract hundred percent needs to be extended. He's too good. He yeah, he, he's too good. He leads the Bundesliga assists or in assists with twelve assists. Like the guy is great, and that left foot is a cannon. So, most improved for sure. Um, best player so far. Ooh, uh, probably. Pr- I got Guerrero as most improved or Mullen. Yeah, Mullen for sure. Uh huh. I got Guerrero Mullen as that most improved player. Um, player of the season for me, and this might catch some flack. Kobel. Oh wow, Gregor Kobel, huh? I mean, I just think good. he has, outside of like those big mistakes against Bayern, like dude's been a wall. Dude's been absolutely rock solid for us in a season, in a position where we have not been rock solid for a long time. I mean, we're not. We're we're very good at leaking goals, period. Um, especially with the defenders oh, yeah. that we decide to put on the field. Um so yeah, I mean, yeah, Kobel's had a great year. He's given up what I he's only given up twenty six goals. It's really not bad at all. Um Well and Meyer might have given some of those up because Kobel was injured. Oh, I'm looking. I'm looking directly at his stats here. Oh, great. Yeah. Okay. So 26 out of the 39 he's given up. That's really not bad. 
No, that's good. That's like, that's like a, I mean, can't stop everything. Exactly. Yeah. Like, but yeah, I got Cobal as mine right now, you know? Right now, Cobal. Um, this is going to sound ridiculous, but I mean, like, Julian Brandt was also, like, on the verge of a move a couple years ago and that get dude's been amazing also um i you know yeah brant bellingham i'm gonna go with uh, there's so many i i want to say bellingham but i think brant's been brant's been good really good and we needed him to step up i mean it's between bellingham and brant uh for me I I like Julian Brandt a lot. I liked him whenever he played for um Heck, where did we get him from? Was it Hoffenheim? I think so. I can't even remember now. Um He's been with us for a really long time though. Yeah. Um But yeah, Julian Brandt has been great this year. I mean, honestly, all the players have been really good who get to play, but yeah. Yeah. Julian Brandt. Yeah. All right. Brandt. Um, biggest flop of the season. Ooh. Hmm. And I have one and it's, I don't know. I think it's Oshkin. I don't think he's been that good for us. Well, if we're gonna wait, be who? Celia Oshkant. Osh Oshkin. Oshkin. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy from uh, he came over from Union, right? I think uh, so. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Number six. But I don't think Turkish he's been. Guy. I don't think he's been good for us. No, like, he hasn't. Maybe that's just me, you know, looking at stuff, but I really think he's been just meh. Like, he was supposed to be pretty reliable. Yeah. He came true. through. Cone. Cone, okay. okay. He's supposed to be pretty reliable in the midfield. He was supposed to be pretty good, kind of working across that midfield. And, you know, I. I got him or Modest. But we should have probably never signed Modest. We just needed the depth at that point. Honestly. Went went down. I'm gonna say Thomas Munier. Where is that man? Oh yeah. Literally. Where is he? <laughs> Munier. That's a that's a great shout. He's had <laughs> like, a terrible season. Where the where is he? Seriously, I, I'm I'm like oh, looking like around. Was rumored and, with that move to Barca, and I was literally like, take him. Yeah, exactly. What uh, he's had Please seven seven starts and three sub appearances. Is he injured right now? Like, what's going on? I don't know. But Marius Wolf has stepped up. And oh, one hundred percent. Really, really good back in the back. Yeah, and kind of dropped his pride and moved back. To get on the field, and he's played really good there. I've been whoa, really impressed. Wait a second. Uh, okay, so Thomas 
Munier features for Dortmund's U23s. Oh, wow. So he's probably coming back from some sort of injury. But Nope. Yeah. I, uh, I mean, maybe, but this says, it says Thomas lost his spot in the Dortmund starting 11 in recent weeks. This is about a month ago, and is facing an uncertain future at the club. Um, Got some playing time. I mean, honestly, get him out. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I agree. I'm out on him. Uh, I'm completely out on him, but yeah, because we literally have Marius Wolf and Julia, uh, Julian Rearson there at at those position, Bro, and those and two players the deal. are it. R- Ryerson, most underrated signing that we had. Oh, a hundred percent. Came in for like five mil, and he's been. I don't even think it was that. Nails. I think it was three. It was something cheap. Something and really. He's cheap. been nails. Yes, it don't matter. He is amazing. He's been nails. Yep. And I wouldn't say he's probably the signing of the season because I think that probably would go to Schlotterbeck. But I would put him as, like, the most underrated signing of the season. I mean, Schlotterbeck's been good, too. Wow. I think that was our best signing in the summer, though, was Schlotterbeck. You know, he's just provided stability. I mean, Schlotterbeck, who who did we sign? Did we get – we got any – Adiemi, Schlotterbeck, did... Allaire. Yep, Allaire. Was um, Bino Gittens come over in the summer, or did was he already here? No, he was already there. Okay. He just... Uh, He's an aca- he was an academy was player, right? 23s, yeah. He came over like a few years ago from... Yeah, I think you're right. I definitely think you're right, because it was... Um, yeah, Oshan was was actually one of those players on there. Ashin, yeah, yep. dude. I think he's just been kind of a flop. Mm-hmm. I mean, he hasn't done. He's played done good, twenty-three you know, games, so. made six sub appearances, has an assist. I think uh, for my like unsung hero, maybe or like somebody who's not probably going to get a lot of praise, but has provided really sound play, and we miss him when he's out. Emory Chan. Oh yeah, Emory Chan. He actually Dude, has been Luke kind Dillon. of a. He actually has. He's he's kind of been just like stable defensive midfielder. Yeah, can drop and play center back. Yeah, like he he kind of he really isn't like a star player or star boy or anything like that. He's very much like a. It just feels like he's kind of like a. A lever that moves some gears. Yeah. Or that makes it run smoother. Uh. Like, it's nothing, like, incredible, but I really think he's been kind of an unsung hero of the team. I mean, he's got you know? he's got some, like, you know, a couple goals and an assist also. Um, and he's been a great PK t- taker when Royce has been off. And, yeah. Um, stuff like that. And, and takes him real good uh, and, um, and stuff like that. But, oh. There's another it player is, that I've been uh, a little surprised with. Like, um, I mean, we're we're talking about players who <sighs> I don't know. This this person has a uh, you know they they split views. We're we're looking at the German Harry Maguire here, Nicholas Nicholas Sule. He has actually looked pretty decent recently. 
and we've moved him to left back. Like you know, put him on the Which put him on that back I, line. I think that's actually a better play for. Yeah. Him. I mean, he's kind of getting him out wide because he's decently skilled with his feet. Yeah, he is. It's just sometimes he's a little slow. Yeah, and he doesn't play good positioning. Yeah, but like. He hasn't been bad. I wouldn't say he's like a flop or anything like that. No. But he's not like signing of the season or anything like that. So I think, you know, I got him kind of right there in the middle. What I'm maybe like, wait, wait, six and a half out of 10, seven out of 10, something like that. Yeah. I, I guess what, like, I'm looking at the stats and what really surprised me about him is he has a goal and four assists. I, I didn't realize he had that many contributions. Um, for the season, I feel but. like he was playing a lot of like decent like balls over the top to get that uh, assist. Okay, get those assists. Like he's he's kind of plays that like solid ball that somebody can run onto. Yeah, and uh, and stuff like that. So we don't have a single know. player over ten goals actually in the league for the season. Nope, we have eight and seven. Yep, that is that's team. actually amazing. And Gio Reyna somehow has six goals. Literally uh, off the bench. Another player we haven't talked about, and wow. We we'll talk about him soon. Yeah, we'll talk about him soon. But yeah, um, this was kind of cool just to kind of dive deeper into into Dortmund and and stuff like that, and the title race and. You know, what are we gonna see from from the boys down down the stretch um, as we kind of start keeping more of an eye on things with five to go? Yes, and even less because by the time we record the next podcast, we're gonna be at four games to go, and in the last month, and exactly. Oh. Uh, I wanted to go over the stats. Um, so we play Botham away. Um, Friday. On, yeah. And we have total, um, but Botham actually wasn't in the Bundesliga for a long time. Uh, they were in the second division up until from like 2011 to 2021. So... Um, Recent times, I guess, we are 1-1-1 against them in the league. We have another win in the Pokal that happened earlier this year. Um, But we have it. I mean, the last time we played them away, we defeated them 3-0. So, or sorry, away, actually, it was... 2-1. 2-1. So, we can do this. We've got this. We've got five games to go. You know, I, I just think, like, come out with a good mentality. Mm-hmm. Play hard at the back. The offense is clicking right now. So, find a goal. Find a goal. And, and we'll be all right, you know. Mm-hmm. We'll be all right. Keep, so, keep your head. So Don't lose that's it. That's exciting. And let's just... Yeah. Also, I wanted to... Yeah, let's roll on and, and do good Watsky, there. So, uh, 
the other day, actually, that I'm not a huge fan of him, period. I don't think he's that great of a uh, like an executive. But he actually went into the locker room. Uh, whenever we, what, we draw, drew against Augsburg 3-3. Three to three. And actually had a speech. Not Augsburg. Was it? That was not Sorry, Augsburg. Not Augs. That was not Augsburg. That was Stuttgart. Stuttgart. He went into the uh, changing room and basically asked the players, how many times are you going to throw this away before you want to become champions? Because Bayern doesn't want it. Um, so I feel like this is it. Like, this is the year. We actually have people um, pointing it out to the players. And they're ready to go. Uh, there's there's so much right now, um, I guess, from the execs. And I don't want to. I don't want to talk that we're going to be champions, but you know, yes. I'm not trying to bring on the whatever. But this is uh, it's kind of a special year, and we're we're playing good, and and just keep it going, just keep it rolling, keep it keep it pu- pushing, and. Um, you know, yeah, one game at a time. One game at a time. One game at a time. We we go. We play Botchum this weekend and see what what happens. You know, playing Friday. That's a great time slot. Um, get the Friday evening game and and let's go. Yes. So I'm I'm excited for that. Um, so if you want to dive into more of this conversation with us, uh, give us a follow on Instagram or Twitter and come check in, shoot us a DM, shoot us a a tweet, tag us, um, in something. Uh, we would love to, to chat with you about Dortmund. We love this team. Um, and we love, uh, talking about them. Um, but come talk, come talk to us. You can find our podcast, uh, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon Music. Um, subscribe on all of those platforms and um, give us a five star rating or review or, you know, any other sort of review. Just be honest with your review. Yeah. Uh, honesty we, we appreciate you but um so follow us interact with us we got more content coming soon um especially as these title races across europe wind down thank you for listening this week share this with your friends and uh we'll catch you on the next episode so as for matt and as for thad See ya. Later.